Welcome to the So Powerful Podcast. This is your host, Jan Cancilla. You know the sound of my sewing machine means it's time for another episode. So let's get started. Today we have the pleasure of speaking with the UK Regional Coordinator, Sandy Zim, who is coming to us from her home in England, and we're going to learn more about where she lives and what she does for So Powerful. Hello, Sandy Sim. How are you today? Oh, well, hello, Jan. Um, Very well, thank you. Um, It's been a bit of a rainy, cold day here in the UK, but, well, we're all tucked up and warm. (laughs) Well, that sounds nice for a fall day. We've had a variety of weather systems in the United States. We've had a little bit of everything here recently. Tell me, where are you right now? Where are we talking to you from? Well, I'm in a a very tiny village called Kegworth, and it's in between Derbyshire and Leicestershire, about 100 miles away from London. Uh Um, It is in the Midlands. Okay. And doesn't Louise Ambrosi live in Leicestershire? Yes, she um, near to Leicestershire. We haven't met yet, um, other than at the show last year. Um, We wanted to get together for coffee, but unfortunately we had the lockdown um Ginny she lives in a place called Bristol and in fact I've had um, a batch of her purses in today okay I've still got them coming in okay we'll get to that in just a minute but um we're talking to you because you wrote a story and it was selected and published in the we are so powerful book second edition and it's called Great Britain for so powerful yes fantastic yeah, it's really exciting. And in your story, you talked about your business and that you had to close it. Can you tell us about your business? Yes, I set up a little business making children's outfits. Wow. I had the business for about 20 years. But unfortunately, due to ill health, I had some heart problems and um, had to sell the business, had operation on the heart. And since then, everything, Touchwood has been pretty good. Unfortunately, I lost my mum at the the same time. I think there was a lot of stress, Mm -hmm. you know, around that time as well, which didn't help my heart situation. Yeah, I'm good now. Well, I'm trying to keep fit. (laughs) This lockdown's not helping. (laughs) Exactly right. We're all struggling with that. About the time that you had to sell your business and you lost your mom, yeah, and you were feeling at your lowest point, you came across so powerful, right? Yes, absolutely. I was wondering, what am I going to do now? I, I can't see my life without sewing, without doing something. I'm not sure how. I think I was just browsing on the internet and I came across this ad that said, can you sew? Could you make a purse for us? And of course, it was so powerful. And there's not really been any looking back since then. He was emailing Jason and saying, I could do this and I can do that. I'll do all the admin and everything in the UK and whatever. After we had a, one or two emails going backwards and forwards, and I got all the patterns and uh, just started to make them that first year. I think... Um, I was quite happy. I was going to post them all out to the US and everything. And well, I had a hundred bags and it was so expensive. I couldn't believe it. 
And I said, I need help with this, please. You know, I never realised. So Jason helped me out that first year, which was absolutely fantastic. And what year was that? Do you remember the year? Well, this is my fifth year. So I suppose we're looking at about 2014, 15. Sure, right. Yeah, 14, uh, yeah. Well, you know, in your story, I really love what you said here. You said, I couldn't believe I had found something where I could put my talents to use without yeah. it costing me because, I mean, you had just sold your business. You weren't in a place to make a big financial donation. You were able yes. to donate your talents and time. Yes, absolutely. They were just asking me to give of my time and because I'd sold my business and, you know, with my health issues, I had loads of time on my hands. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, I sat down and started sewing. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> so what bag did you start with? Was it the intermediate? Well, yeah, the beginner, the pattern wasn't out then. It was just the intermediate with the yeah, two okay. options for front flaps. So I just made up a load of those with all the different flaps. Well, mm -hmm. you know, some with one flap on and then some with the other flap on them. And that was the only choice we had then. And um, right. a couple of years after that, I think the beginner pattern came out. So let's go back and talk about the history of the number of bags that, as you call it, Team UK has produced. So the first year that you did it, you sent in 100 <laughs> Now, did you make all of those or did you have other people contributing? No, I, I did actually have one or two sent in. I did make the majority. How did people know to send you the bags and how did you sort of form that team at the very beginning? Well, I just kept writing out on Facebook mm -hmm. uh, and that was about the only thing I, I sort of knew. And then if someone contacted me, I would talk to them about it and say could you pass this on but also what I did I started clicking on the friend and what happens then I still do it to this day I can write to them and say happy birthday and message them and I send them so powerful link and everything and I believe it's picked up really from from doing that I didn't go out doing it I did it all on the computer and just getting the word out there really well th that's really a clever idea and have people been receptive to receiving this information on facebook messenger oh yes absolutely it's not a hundred percent i never expected it would be but probably it might only be 30 percent at least that 30% have probably said, it's such a fantastic idea, I've read it, and I'm going to get involved. I'm going to send you some bags, Sandy. And that's just how it's gone on. I mean, 30% is a huge return on, on your quite, investment. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is an awful lot of birthdays. That <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do have them every day, but um, I've got a little set piece now that I can just copy and paste into uh -huh. them in their messages and the link comes up. So um, it, it's quite quick for me to do. <laughs> wow. Well, that is very cool. And so by doing that, you tripled the number of purses that were produced by the second year, correct? That's right. Yes. Yes. So you had 300 then the second year. Then we did three, year. yeah. And that would be 15, 16 in 2017. We did four. 
I believe. Oh, you said 450 in your story. We'll give you credit for 450. Yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, that was 17. 2018, did you do 600? You had that goal. That's right. We did the six. And then last year was eight. 800. And now you have a huge shipment that will arrive in Seattle yeah. any day now, but it yep. will have arrived by the time this podcast is produced. I'm, hope, I'm hoping so, yes. I had um, a bit of a hiccup with um, the uh, authorities here, but um, I've sorted all of that out today and they're actually flying tonight. Okay, and hold that thought the- because we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to find out about the shipment that Sandy has on its way to the U.S. and all the hoops that she's had to jump through to make that happen. So stay tuned. We're going to talk with Sandy Sims some more after the break. Have you gotten the second edition of the We Are So Powerful book? This updated version of the original bestseller, 4.9 out of 5 stars, by the way, is again authored by So Powerful co-founders Jason and Cinnamon Miles. It is available on Amazon in paperback or for your Kindle reader. This latest edition is packed full of moving stories about how So Powerful came to be, the volunteers who make it happen, and the way this small movement has grown into a global mission to break the cycle of poverty through education and the dignity of work. And don't forget, when you place your order, if you use smile.amazon.com and designate So Powerful as your preferred charity, Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase right back to So Powerful. And now back to our podcast. Welcome back. We have been speaking with Sandy Sim, who is the regional coordinator in the UK. And right before the break, I interrupted Sandy so that we would have a little cliffhanger. And Sandy is going to tell us about the 2020 shipment that she just was able to get shipped off today. So Sandy, what happened? What was the hangup? Well, the, uh, the boxes were collected about three days ago. And I, I thought that they were going to be delivered Wednesday this week. Um, I found out today that they were on hold because the paperwork for um, Her Majesty's government um, had not been completed properly. And I thought, yeah. oh, no, because I, I always leave that up to the shipping people. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I started to get into it and I rang the company and what it was they thought that I was a business so I was due to pay our local taxes on it and I said no no I'm just a lady I'm a pension I send these bags off every year from the UK and I'm an individual and they said well is it going to a company I said no it's going to a charity then I had to just write an email to them and so they uh, accepted all of that and they're now flying, apparently. So I was really relieved about that. I was upset as well because they should have been there now. There were three great big boxes. They all were, um, what, 60 odd pounds each. How many bags were in each, each box? 300 in each. And so three, you're sending 900 
well the last one was 260 so okay. it was 860 wow um i sent 200 in may and i've got another box waiting to be filled which i'm hoping to post monday and it should be there before the 9th which is the, the deadline so we're definitely on our way to doing the 1500 so i'm not sure yet but i'm fingers crossed and i'm so proud of all the ladies and the sewers and i just can't say how much of what i feel about it i'm overwhelmed really it's just fantastic well that's amazing and congratulations to team uk you have one particular lady who has made quite a few bags and she and her husband have overcome some health issues. Yes. Um, let's, let's give a shout out to her and just tell us her story. Well, that's a wonderful lady. Her name's Jane Allen and her and her husband were cleared of cancer last year. And she came to see me and brought all these boxes full of purses and there were 400 Oh my goodness. 400 and, purses in. And she yeah. made 400 herself. She'd made them all on her own. Oh and the, my goodness. The, they're all different and they're just fantastic. They're absolutely beautiful. I just can't believe it. Yeah, that was a bit overwhelming as well when she was here. And um, we've said we'll try and get together later on when the lockdown's done and um, told me of a little fabric place to go and see that do really really cheap fabric so we'll be hopefully going on a shopping spree together sometime in the new year <laughs> how fun would that be well you know in 2019 before the lockdown you spearheaded the efforts for so powerful to have a booth at the festival of quilts in birmingham yes tell us about that well I was a bit low and I, I thought, well, I'm going to throw myself into So Powerful. I need to do something, something big and get out there. I'd suffered a bit of a family loss and uh, I wanted to get my mind out of it. And I thought, well, the only thing I can do is probably go and try at the Festival of Quilts, which is in Birmingham. Um, it's one of the biggest quilting shows in Europe and I thought well it was going to be really expensive I couldn't do it on my own money wise but I was quite happy to do it on my own otherwise and anyway I wrote to Jason and said look you know I'm happy to do this but it is really going to cost a lot I will understand if you you know you don't want to put out that sort of money well they had to think about it and everything we did it yes it was a yes and they paid for it and then to top it all was Jason and Cinnamon came over to help out with it which was just absolutely fantastic so I got to meet them um some of the other ladies came to the stall of course to meet them too and one wonderful lady sandy snowden she actually helped me on the store one day unfortunately she died in august this year no. um, but her husband sent me her eight purses that she'd made Aww. before she died Aww. and uh, i have wrapped them up in a special bag and asked jason to give them a special mention for her so it was sad 
to hear about her. Mm-hmm. But the show itself was absolutely fantastic. I loved every moment of it. And this was a five-day event, right? Yes. Sue Kirby, who helped me an awful lot with it and what to do, mm-hmm. she said, you won't be able to do five days, you know. And I said, I will, I will, I'll be fine. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry about me. Um, I did do all the five days, actually. I, I, I was just so loved meeting all the people and talking about so powerful such lovely people um i think as well that that's why we got so many bags this year from that show too oh good yes from just the word i don't think we made um, a lot of money unfortunately but we did get the word out there to uh, quite a lot of people yeah well, and I think the objective of a show is to recruit purse makers, make yes. people aware of So Powerful, and not necessarily make money, but, you know, maybe cover the cost of the booth, or you use the term stall, but I yes, think he- I here we would say, yeah, yeah stall yeah. or booth, same thing. Many, many years ago, I used to stand on markets and sell the goods that I made, Uh, They were called market stalls. Uh You just visit each town or village, do sort of a circuit, um, and you go on every week and sell your goods. Um, That's another idea for me in the future for So Powerful. I'm hoping to make some goods that Mm -hmm. I can sell to donate the money to So Powerful, but also get the word out there too. So, Mm -hmm. but that's Mm -hmm. another, again, the lockdown came and so I'm I'm starting to make a few little gifts now, sort of um, peg bags and things like that. So hopefully I'll have a start for my uh, market stores when they open again. And so what do you have planned for 2021, assuming assuming that we're going to return somewhat to normal? Well, hopefully what I'd had planned this year was to try and get So Powerful into schools, travel around the country really, um, giving talks, um, giving demonstrations of the purses, taking the patterns out to the schools. Okay, Um, and I have to stop you because you have to explain this because the schools in the UK still teach sewing as part of their curriculum, correct? Yes, absolutely, yeah. And they yeah. don't hardly do that here in the US. So what age group would this be that would be taking sewing classes? Well, um, you'd be looking at about 10, 12-year-olds. Some of the pupils may be thinking of going on to design colleges. So they get the chance to learn how to sew. Mm-hmm. from a young age I mean I learned from a very young age I was about eight I think when I started to sew and how did you learn to sew really trial and error mm-hmm. I had a very very old singer sewing machine that you had to you you treadled on but with your foot backwards and forwards sure have you ever seen them they're not well, electric right we all know what a treadle sewing machine is they they yeah. sell for about a hundred times what they used to because yes, now they're they a collector's <laughs> I went, item. I wish I'd have kept mine. Right. Um, but uh, when my mum could see I was quite good at sewing, it sort of ran in the family, really. Um, she got me making her uh, evening gowns because she used to go out ballroom dancing as a lot. Wow. Uh, I used to 
make all her dance dresses and everything and so she bought me an electric machine then <laughs> <laughs> well that was one way to upgrade your sewing machine bit, yeah <laughs> so besides ball gowns what other kinds of things have you made well my business was all about making stuff for children but it was smocks oh. um you know the front on the front chest the, sure. with the smock and patterns and everything I made boys and girls and christening gowns and everything. The, the, old, the whole ethos of the business was to do with smocking, the old-fashioned smocking. And did you do that by hand? Yes, and then I learned how to do it on machine too. Mm-hmm. Well, have you thought of putting smocking on any of the bags you make? No, I haven't. <laughs> it's very, very time-consuming. I'm sure. Um, I have got some patterns and I had thought about doing it but I've not got around to doing it yet well uh, you'll I, have to try one and post the pictures that would be yes that would be fun I will, to see. I think. <laughs> well and that's the fun part of Facebook even though we all may live thousands of miles apart through Facebook we can all be connected through so powerful it is absolutely I mean I think that we'll be doing our Christmas with Zoom calls and whatever this year so yeah I must get my my uh, camera and my skills bettered so that I can do a proper zoom call (laughs) yeah we haven't quite worked out what we're doing for Christmas yet but uh yeah it probably will involve a lot of zooming so I think it will yeah yeah so we can just hope and pray that things will be under control and everybody's health will be improved for 2021. I think so. I think so. It's look, it looks as if we're going into a second wave here in the UK. I think definitely we'll be locked down for Christmas, but, you know, the, the second wave and then hopefully when we come out of that one, maybe February and March will be cleared and getting geared up for the spring and next year. Yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? It that would. would be really yes. nice. Well, Sandy, I have to thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing your story and how inspirational the ladies in the UK are in the quantities that they're making and their dedication to So Powerful. Great Britain for So Powerful was the name of your story. And um, you've really illustrated that. So thank you. We're flying. You Um, are. You are flying. Thank you. It's been a lovely chat. I've really enjoyed it, Jan. I have too. Thank you. And I so look forward to meeting you in person one of these days somehow, somewhere. Well, one of these days. I'm hoping to get over to see those girls in Lusaka. Maybe we'll both be going. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? That would be great. We'll have to work on that. (laughs) Yes. All right. (laughs) Okay. Until then, Sandy Sim, you take care and thank you so much for your time. And you, Jan, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. All righty. Bye-bye. If what you've heard today inspires you to want to make a difference, I urge you to explore the So Powerful website at www.sopowerful.org. That's S-E-W-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L dot O-R-G. The website has great information about the organization. It's where you can download the free purse patterns or even make a donation. We hope you will join us again next week when we bring you another So Powerful Story. Thanks for listening. Now, go out and have a So Powerful Day.